0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of Face to Face here on eCardingNews.com on our Facebook page. My name is Rob Howden, joined by uh, David Cole once again. Uh, David- uh, I got it right. <laughs> you got, I know, right? You got it, always the other way.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, this is going to be a really, really great edition of Face to Face. Excited to have these three gentlemen joining us here today. But as we do before we kind of jump in, um, we are, what is it? It's, uh, fr- uh, Thursday, the 18th of June. I know, I know, Thursday. It's June eighteenth. Racing is starting, though, as we know. It's uh, we've got club racing going all over the place. We've had some good regional programs have got underway. The Buckeye Karting Challenge, uh, Supercart USA Pro Kart Challenge in California this coming weekend. The California Rock Championship running in Phoenix. There are other events coming here at the end of June. It just feels like we're kind of finally coming out of the whole COVID nineteen shutdown, and probably just in time for the karting industry as well. I could kind of lock things down in terms of people spending money. There was a lot of shops, of course, that had mortgages to pay, uh, rent, the whole, you, you name it. But the sport is starting again. I can could, I could feel the excitement with all the stuff that we're getting coming into the news desk.
1: Well, looking at my timeline on, on social media, it's everybody getting ready for a race this weekend, especially all the road racers I know getting ready to go to yeah. mid-Ohio, uh, you know, uh, this weekend as well, including my dad and uncles and and probably going to have a almost a record turnout there this weekend. That's so awesome. just everybody looking forward to get backing back into the cart and back just to the racetrack. And, and again, seeing, seeing the, the racing family, the carting family <clears throat> excuse me, carting family and, and just, just getting away from home. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Like
0: normally we're on the road so much you can't wait to get back home. Now we've been at home so much you just really can't get wait to back up get back on the road. But you mentioned the word, right? It's family. That's one of the things. I always I have conversations with people here, and they say, You don't have any friends at home, or you know, you're not with you how many friends there. I said, All my friends and family are on the road. That's I spend so much time out there. It's it's I'm looking forward to getting back racing. I think everybody is, but uh, kudos to everyone again. Um, those of you who are still or are going to the track. Think still about social distancing, wear the mask when you can. Of course, all the organizations, David, we've had a lot of talks with uh, series heads, track owners, track managers of the stuff that they are doing to make sure we're still practicing the safety we need right now. Because we're not out of the woods at all with the the COVID-19 pandemic, but we're controlling it. And if if we all take care of each other, I think we show some respect, uh, it'll be the best way to go.
1: Yeah. And I think for the most part, for what we've seen over the last month for those facilities and events that have had it. You know people are doing what they need to do and 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 you know we've we've seen paddocks getting spread out so people aren't next to each other you know yeah. like we've seen some of the packed paddocks uh you know and again people are are keeping their distance from each other clubhouses that aren't open yet some pro shops aren't even open yet so yeah. they're doing all their business outside and and so we're slowly getting there and you know eventually we'll we'll be back to normal it's just going to take a little bit of time and again we're still everybody's still learning about uh you know, the situation that we're in and, and how we can uh, progress further along and, and be ready in case, you know, we do have like other waves that, you know, they're they keep talking about yeah. you know, later down the road. I know. I know. All
0: right. Let's get into this one here, because as I
1: said, folks, we push,
0: push it out on social media, how this was going to be a really uh, a great face to face. It's a really uh, unique story in our sport. And one, that I think is a super positive one as well. Uh Joining me today, and we'll start bringing them in. Uh, It's the good folks from Racing for Vets. This is a veteran support program that's centered on kart racing in Ohio, where they work with service-disabled veterans, those with traumatic brain injuries or uh, post-traumatic stress disorder, PTSD, and other physical injuries. They're bringing them into the kart track, starting first at an indoor kart track, then they have their own outdoor kart racing team as well. David, let's bring them in here right now uh, from the U.S. Navy. Uh, One of our veterans, we have Rex Johnson from the U.S. Army, uh, Reiner Ponch, and a gunnery sergeant from the U.S. Marine Corps, uh, Mr. Samuel Deeds, joining us. Guys, great to have you here.
2: Awesome. We're glad to be here. That's for sure. Thank you for having having
0: us. Well, it's an absolute honor to have you guys with us. Thank you so much, of course, first and foremost for your service. And now what you guys are doing here today, because uh, this program, uh, you guys sent me a video I got a chance to watch, and of course, through, through the website racing for vets as well and it, this is such a, a fantastic program that you guys have put together it really it, it's using what we do our sport of karting the love that we have for it to be able to help a lot of people that maybe struggled coming uh, back from their service let's start with you rex you're kind of the captain of the team can you give us a little yeah. bit of an overview of the entire program
2: okay well uh, first of all thank you for having us as well uh it's it's definitely an honor and a privilege to uh to be in this venue and and to to share our our mission uh as we reach out to veterans across uh for now with the cincinnati area or tri-state yeah. area or uh, eventually as it grows totally across the country yeah. um uh, what we are is Race of vets we're a nonprofit here in cincinnati ohio uh that uh supports those veterans as you said uh, also veterans in general if you're not injured and you want to be a part of it to help make a difference to support those it's needed uh everyone uh, as i've said it's a it is a important tooth in the sprocket to build the entire race team you know uh everyone has something to give and to help out but what we do is we uh with uh in, in conjunction with full throttle uh it's actually changed the name full throttle adrenaline park out of springdale ohio uh, uh, supports us greatly they're our founding uh, uh you know home uh, to begin the process of reaching out, where we—that's that's an indoor are, track, correct? Yes, it's an indoor track. Yeah. They've got two tracks, and uh, on Tuesdays they usually join them together as one large track. Uh, not only that, they got axe throwing and and uh, paintball. Uh, wow. There's a you know on, on on site as well. But what we what we do is on Saturday mornings, once a month, we provide two hours for free racing. Uh, with PTSD, you have to recognize that. It's also closed to the public. It's only private, so if they have a problem with issues around people being nervous or anything, it's closed off, so they feel much more safe and secure. Uh, They can come out, race for two hours, uh, unlimited, as long as we can get them in. It's usually between 30 to 50 people uh, in there. Uh, And then, as we see people race and progress, uh, if we want to, uh, you know, feel that you know, push them a little bit, do you want to do more? Do you really? want to race you know outdoor we also offer that outdoor program too as well because it it allows to uh to get them off the couch to get them you know within the the, the confines of a group and w- with all due respect to hospitals i know they do a ton of work out there as well but when you have a group of veterans who have been through the same type issues it's it gives it it, it, it kind of opens them up to be a little more trusting i feel to, to talk about things and to get things taken care of and also uh, you know, I've, I've been on the phone many times late at night, or even going to someone's house to uh, to talk to them um, with that as well. But the, uh, the reaching out, what we do with the out, with the outdoor racing, uh, you know, the outdoor racing program typically not being a COVID year, uh, you know, is 16 races, 16, to 18 races, and in the past uh, we've been anchored at uh, the G and J Cartway in Camden, Ohio. Uh, as well, a massive supporter of the, the OVKA, the Ohio Valley Karting Association, is a, uh, a great supporter of us as well, uh, providing the space and the pit spots there for us to race and, and uh, to uh, extend our mission out to, to support those. Um, but uh, it's, you know, 16, 16 races anchored right there. But last year, we took a big step uh, as well. You know, in the, the past, we, we started with a 420cc engine class. It's an engine builders class, with the Harbor Freight bottom motor, built it, taught guys how to build them. I mean, we're talking heads, valves, and you know, having having fun working on those on those yeah. motors. And they're pretty torquey, so you could put a big guy in a 420 cc class of race. And they had that class there specifically, kind of for us to to develop and evolve. Last year, we stepped up and uh, we we moved away from that. We started having some engine problems and and uh and felt that it was more uh, that it was better for the for the team as a whole that we could have some more reliable cars we spent more time uh with the guys racing and developing uh developing them uh to race we've got two kas uh the the 2k 100s uh thanks to uh trinity carding group and uh, we've got uh 3206s um uh, as well that we're bringing to the track so um, and also we Thanks for our sponsors as well, which I'll cover throughout the uh, the discussion today. We were able to purchase a uh, 24-foot enclosed trailer. Um, nice. We, brought, we, had, we, we went up to St. Mary's, uh, Indiana, I think it is, actually, to pick it up, tow it all the way back. Uh, it made it because it had some old tires. And it's sitting <laughs> the yeah. but, but, but we made it back, and uh, thank you to Signorama, uh out of Westchester, Ohio. Uh, they were able to wrap it for us uh, at as well. I did a great job wrapping it. So now that makes racing for vets mobile. So because of that being the, the, uh, the, uh, ability for us to be mobile, we are now able to do the brickyard, have all our stuff there in a nice. Nice, nice professional laid out manner. We've got a, uh, we bought a nice tent for it. Uh, you know, we're, we're doing what we're supposed to do as stewards of the money that comes to us from our sponsors. And that is to fiscally responsibly invest this in proper equipment good equipment safe equipment for those vets as well that we can protect them as well when they're racing out there and so now as we grow we're actually looking more for uh people you cannot survive uh, any business uh or group without the right people in place and as it grows we're reaching out more to get more people like the, the internet with, with the web the page. We are currently updating that web page. We know it's got some spots, some deficiencies in there that need to be addressed, and we're, we're doing that as well. But the Facebook, as, as technology goes, everything is Facebook, Twitter, and all this. And that's kind of where we've been kind of focusing a lot of our information that gets out is on there. but. So that's, in a nutshell, that's kind of where we're at. I hope I ah. didn't travel too
3: long on that. But
2: No, I, I, I wanted the full overview. That's exactly what I was
0: looking right. for.
3: How,
2: how well,
0: many people? You know, Reiner, covered, Reiner, what do you want Rex,
3: to add? Rex covered everything, so I guess that's a wrap. <laughs> <laughs> we're out of here. Right <laughs> Sorry. Um, so let's,
0: let's go. Reiner, I'll, let's, I'll bring you in. Um, how many people are currently involved in the program going here into 2020?
3: Um, we have a nine or ten active teammates we rotate guys uh in and out of the carts from week to week based on their availability and everything not everyone can make every race and and that's fine and one of the cool things that um obk does for us is uh currently they're allowing the points to stay with the cart number so when they announce us that's not reiner or rex or sam driving the cart. it's cart number 22 cart number four so on and so forth and um So that's probably going to change because um, KA is there were only three carts in KA last year. So mid-season we had contacted Sean and said, "Hey, we want to make a change. Will you sell us, build us an engine?" And he said, "Yeah." So we we arranged all that, and then um, we just pumped the club full of, "Hey, we think KA is the next. It's the right way to go." And I think we have twenty-one. KA slash VLR engine packages in OVK now. So wow, I that's think, great. Do you guys sell gravestones for your KT? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, no. My KT is on my vintage car now. So my dad's.
1: Uh, my dad's racing one this weekend.
0: <laughs> We're updating. We're learning. <laughs>
2: no,
0: the KA is a great program. I think for sure about that. Sam, Sam, let's move to you a little bit here and, and kind of give us uh, your background with the program because actually I think you've been you've been with the program from the very beginning. Is that correct?
4: Yeah, shortly after it began, uh, John John Van uh, started the program here in Cincinnati and then uh, got away and, and moved to Florida and, and did some things down there. But when I came in the program, we had two carts that were, I mean, 10 years old when I came on, and they were, I mean, extremely rigid. They had no flexibility, no adjustability or anything. And, you know, we're out there busting our humps every week to try to just get to the race for the most part. Yeah. Now, Aaron Banfield, the owner at uh, Full Throttle, was gracious enough to have us a space there that we could work on the carts whenever he wanted to. He would transport them to and from the track for us. So, for the most part, my first two years, I was busy with work during the weekends when the races were happening. So I would go in and I'd wrench during the week. That way, the carts are ready for whoever was racing on you know Saturday or Sunday, and. And you know, I've watched it grow and uh, Reiner and Rex and everybody that's there right now has done a phenomenal job to getting the program to where it is. And you know, as far as the indoor program and that Rex mentioned earlier, it's not just vets that are, you know, out here. The the VA has a, a domiciliary over in Fort Thomas, Kentucky that deals with post-traumatic stress, traumatic brain injury, military sexual trauma, and they bring a busload of veterans every time we have the indoor program.
0: That's amazing.
4: And then yeah. also the Joseph House, uh, it's a homeless veterans home in Butler County and Hamilton County, Ohio, and they bring van loads as well. So, I mean, we've had as many as a hundred plus people on you know a, f- a free weekend for us. And we do encourage other veterans to come in. You know, um, post-traumatic stress is not a visible wound. Um, you know, I'm, I'm rated for it for the VA and I've had issues uh, with the VA for it, too. So, you know, it's just one of those things that it, it is a combat wound. Whether you get a Purple Heart for it or Combat Action Revision or the Army Infantry Badge or whatever. But, yeah, this program has has come a long way. And that, the indoor program and, you know, doing the 12-hour, the 24-hour, the 8-hour, whatever whatever we do as far as on our end, uh, with the help from Full Throttle, it has has come a long, long way. And, and now they're racing over an Indy and uh, you know, I've got a little bit of history there, but uh, it, it's great to see these guys go over there this year. Maybe we'll com- I think- Yeah, We'll come back to the history
0: in a second, but you've got to drive something.
4: Yeah, I mean, it's been a while. I've not been in the cart for, man, it's probably been five or six years since I've been in the outdoor cart. Um, other than taking it to like potential sponsors to show them what the cart is and, and how the performance of the cart is in the parking lot, right? Yeah. That's real safe. You know, all these <laughs> cars and light poles and everything else, but here I am buzzing around the parking lot but uh, but no and, it, and, and that's it you know uh, but I've been you know the team is fortunate enough to have Reiner and Rex and, and some of the other guys that have been there for the past couple of years to keep the program really going and like I said I try to get involved as much as possible um, you know when my job allows it
0: Uh, You guys developed a a video, a YouTube video, which we'll put a link to later on, where you had a number of the guys that were part of the program, I believe from April of last year. And they talked a little bit about about what the program meant to them, what it it provided to them, getting a chance to drive, getting a chance to be part of a team. Rex, can can you talk or can any of the three you guys talk about from personal experiences, what actually getting a chance to be part of the team and then get out in the cart itself, what it meant to you, what it did for you?
4: Yeah, I'll get that one. You know, no matter what branch of service you're in or no matter what your rank is, you know, you, you're part of a team, whether it's a, a four-man fire team or a 30-man uh, platoon or, you know, whatever your shift is. But, you know, when you leave the military, you don't have that anymore. You come home. I mean, I was, I was an E-7. I was a gunnery sergeant 14-plus years in, and I was medically retired, and it came very quick for me, and I really couldn't prepare myself to leave because I didn't know when that paperwork was going to get approved. Now, I want to say it was like 12 days from the time I got my paperwork to the time my retirement hit. And I come home and I had nothing whatsoever. you know. And I, here I am, a leader, a mentor of Marines, and, and, and leave, have nothing. You know, you have purpose, you have a mission, and when you leave, you don't you lose that. Uh, so I ran into uh, a guy who was racing, uh, the outdoor program, he was at the, the, the VA here, and he said, hey, we have an indoor program, come on out. And much like, you know, uh, Reiner, who started on the indoor and then, start, and then went to the outdoor, I was the same way. And, you know, to, to be part of the team, and we've developed to, to be part of family. I mean, I've talked to, to Rex quite a bit about, you know, post-traumatic stress, traumatic brain injury, and now moving forward with post-traumatic growth. And and that is, you know, a positive event that has happened as a result of your trauma, right? So, I mean, finding racing for vets or, you know, another outlet, you know, and for most of us that actually saw combat, I mean, we're adrenaline junkies anyway, or guys that were, you know, parachutists or are adrenaline junkies and getting in the car gives, you know, helps you build that adrenaline back up. And it's a great way for our program to find vets or have vets find us that, them a purpose again that that helped them with the mission because it's not just show up and race for the outdoor program you, we want you to put the time in yeah. wrenching and learning the carts and and learning the dynamics of caster and camber and and how to adjust your seat and body position and adjusting your weight and you know whatever have you for outdoor racing because it is so much different than indoor and you know i, I can't thank full throttle enough for all they do for for us as a team and for all the veterans in the greater cincinnati area because you know without them we probably would not be where we are today um,
2: absolutely i support that too you bet you betcha
4: yeah so it's it's it's, yeah. it's it's pretty phenomenal and you know it it helped me i mean i studied auto mechanics in school and yeah it's different but i'm getting my hands greasy again right That's i'm it. changing i'm changing tires i'm changing yeah. brakes i'm adjusting brakes i'm putting sprockets on and you know much smaller scale than what i was used to working on you know an f-150 or a mustang or, or whatever but uh, but you know it gave me that sense of purpose again and you know even though i couldn't be at the track every saturday or sunday i'm in the shop tuesday wednesday thursday doing what was necessary for these carts to race and for these guys to be successful at racing so yeah. i mean that and, and for me that's that's where it was for me and then you know i moved on to some other things but still uh, help out here where I can, and you know, it, it, I'm, I'm very fortunate that uh, Reiner and, and Rex came on to bring this program to where it is.
0: No doubt. Yeah. Hey, Rex, what about you? What about your personal experience and what this did for you?
2: <laughs> well, for me, I've I've known Reiner since I was a kid, actually. Uh, he, he got involved in racing and then pulled me in, and, and as I said in the video link, when you posted, thank you very much for posting that. Um, uh, when I started uh i made very clear i looked at the history of race for vets, vets it's about and i made that point i said i'm not injured disabled but uh, you know i'm a vet uh I've, I've worked worked with guys and and uh i've had that desire my personal life you see in the video um on what got me into racing uh, i wanted to make a difference i wanted to continue my service and help out and uh just you know your life is from the beginning to the end what happens in between is, is 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 it's all about the dash is what i say that dash from your born date to your de- your dying date it's all about the dash And yeah. um, so i felt i still had time to to help make a difference so that's that's why i made very clear when i stepped in this is what's going on i said i'll be more than happy to help out and that's exactly what i've done but for me like in the video i i, I say that uh you know racing to me is, is kind of like Kind of like painting a car you'll you'll spend 89 percent in body work and it's five ten percent paint you're done uh and so you know getting getting active again so i was home dealing with depression uh for for most of my life and uh, uh doing this you know reiner knew me well he's like you got to get out and do something so i got out started racing did the indoor i was like, okay this is cool you know and uh started meeting aaron banfield uh, as well with, with full throttle and then start meeting more people meet more people it's kind of also the aspect we haven't talked about with race for vets is not only are we racing and getting people out and being active to do something we also can have very many uh, connections of people who support us and those are typically you know business professionals where they may have jobs to place some of these guys in to give them a, a career change for me uh you know i got out of the military and uh long story short wasn't in a good place and i wasn't in a good place to go interview at where my, what i was trained to do um so i stayed with that company for over 20 years love the company i was with full support and they're a great family but i needed something new and through this race of vets, i i just jumped to a new job about a year and a half ago and love it i'm a superintendent for federal construction out of newport kentucky and uh it's something completely different for me uh, I took that risk. If I did not have racing for vets, there's no way I would have jumped. Period. No, no way. With support of Sam Reiner, all the crew, all all the team, they they kept saying, "Man, you can do this. You can do this." And and unfortunately, that's kind of my wiring. I needed a little help. I need a little push. I'm very humble to take that. And uh, but that's that's what that's what got me. Uh, that, that's what racing for vets kind of means for me when when I started and, and being at the racetrack. All that hard work pays off when that flag drops, it's tunnel vision, baby. you ain't, you ain't thinking about anything, racing and you know, and tucking that nose in, do I do it or do I don't, <laughs> you know? And, and, and control, you know, keep the control of something that's out of control. Uh, my, my boss has always told me, my job, my, my current boss has told me, my job is to make you comfortable when you're uncomfortable, you know? for for you to be feel like you're in control when you're not and that's what makes you great so that's kind of the same thing and falls on the karting path is that when you start to get out of control be able to control it that's what gets you to check the flag to win yeah one of so. the success stories
0: for sure no doubt yep. about it rex what about yep. Ryder? What, what about you you know sam talked about the fact that you got into the indoor karting program first what did the indoor karting program help you with in terms of coming off your service
3: um well, it's an interesting thing. Um, one of my best friends, uh, friends of Rex's of mine, growing up, uh, his name is Jeremy Wolf, and he raced a lot with um, Sean Bailiff at uh, G&J back in the day. So I met him in high school, and all I remember him, and I, he always said, oh, one day I'm going to race at Indy. But anyway, I probably went out to G&J, I don't know, and attended 20 or so different races, watched him race, and I was always completely jealous. I never had the opportunity to do that. And a couple of times they let me stuck get in his dad's cart and I'll take it around for practice or whatever. But anyway, and so that was dead for many, many years. And, um, I owned my own welding shop for a while. And then we started going out to, uh, full throttle opened up and we we're like, oh, check that out. Parting. All right. So we started going there and doing like a, a, a one hour lunch. And we do like a, a lunch racing league up there with, uh, some good drivers and, um, it developed a really good relationship with aaron and he said hey um you know what why don't you come out and come out to the outdoor track so he set me up in a cart and um i went and bought a, a, a snow rated helmet and went out there and here i thought i was going to be like a formula one driver and got handed some gloves and you know and be like all right someone started it for me and all that stuff it was a a lot less significant than that. I spent the whole day working on the car, getting it running. And then um, I, I met the, the vet guys because they pitted right next to uh, Aaron's guys, the full throttle guys. And um, I started working with them. And I was like, dude, why are they asking me questions? I'm like, I've never been here, don't know anything. But anyway, we worked through it. And throughout that day, they, were, they found out I was a vet. And Aaron's like, well, the rain got the, the rain canceled the race, and we had a race in two weeks. And he's like, "Well, next week, why don't you go run with them?" And I was like, "I saw their cart." you um, <laughs>
2: <laughs> for that. That's
0: but, right, uh, Sam talked he, about that stiff that's cart, right? <laughs>
3: yeah. So anyway, we, we we got in there and and uh, great group of guys, and we hammered through the last third of that season, and, and and made it, and it was good, and it was good for me. I had I'm a leader. Rex is a leader. Sam's a leader. And they needed someone to be like, you know, someone needs to take the reins and yeah. take control. And, and so, and we did that and we started, um, I don't know, it gave me, I like being a leader and, and helping out and stuff. And, and back to what Sam was saying about the indoor guys, it's like, he said, you know, the guys are looking for help. But kind of one of the key things is you see the indoor guys, most of the guys that need help don't ask for help. So, you got to be able to identify the ones that are going to, you got to prod them a little bit and drag it out of them. And then, you you know, so you grab their hand and you pull them along because they usually are pretty resistant right off the bat. But um,
2: Reiner's being very humble. He's not mentioning at all the fact about his first race. Would you like to fill him (laughs) in on that, Reiner?
0: Uh, Didn't I hear that you won your first race? Yeah.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I did. Yeah, I, I don't know how much they paid everyone else to, <laughs> <laughs> They they dated me and I was like, Oh, this yeah. is easy. All right, no, I'm sure yeah. <laughs> So yeah. no, uh I, I don't I don't think I've won a race since then. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right, you
0: got that trophy.
3: Not uh, so yet. Yeah. The, competi- the competition got really stiff. Our four twenty class out there was uh started by a, a really cool group of uh Dayton guys and um I think the story went someone was too old and larger and wanted to be able to competitively just play with their son out at the track. So they went to Harbor Freight by this big monster of an engine bolted it on a cart. And everyone was like, "Dang, that's cool. What's that? You know, let's do something with that. So anyway, it kind of developed from there. So they wrote a rule book and, um, lots of gray areas. And then we started getting some, uh, really interesting people involved in the sport. Uh, there's, jason dorn and ron swift from dorn racing and um who Jay, uh ron is now our assistant tech director is that right assistant tech director at g and j yep so anyway you know uh having them starting to uh really delve deep into the gray areas of our our our, our rule book was written on a napkin and um <laughs> So anyway, anyway, lots of really cool stuff came out of the class. And uh, everyone got to play around with things. And um, we made the carts faster, more reliable, more, more powerful. And then we started having some problems as a whole. I think we blew five engines up on the track last year out of our club.
2: Yeah. Well, it, was it, still, it, it, it wasn't all us. I mean, it no, was No, no, I no, mean, no, no. It wasn't. There.
3: Oh, my gosh. And that's Man. 40 ounces of oil you're putting on yeah. the track. You guys are going to
0: enjoy the Briggs
1: 206.
3: Yeah. <laughs> well, I feel bad because we kind of ditched the 420 class, but I was like, you know, we we're spending so much time working on these things. Um, we initially wanted to keep one and um, go work two 2Ks and two um, 206s. And uh, some guy, uh, a, a private guy, bought. he's like, how many 420s you got? And we're like, four? Four? he's like, I'll take them on. And we're like, okay. (laughs) So we started (laughs) from scratch. Yeah, yeah. so we were able to buy two engines from Sean. And then Sean asked us what we were going to put them on. And we're like, well, we got these old top cart chassis that we had to cut a little bit to make the 420s fit. And he's like, oh, no, that won't do. So he's been a a huge help and uh, helped us acquire um, two uh, Margays. So, yeah. slightly used margays and and we're extremely thankful for that and um he's been really good tech support for us uh in in moving into the uh the ka class
0: yeah sean bailiff of course one of the best one of the best in the sport no doubt about that we pause our face-to-face broadcast for this quick commercial break stay tuned for more here on the ekn radio network club racing has been taken to a new level in the Cincinnati area. The Motorsports Country Club of Cincinnati is proud to present the Pro-Am Karting Championship, a four-event series from June to October that will serve an area of southwest Ohio, eastern Indiana, and northern Kentucky. The Pro-Am Karting Championship will provide categories based around the IAMI and Briggs & Stratton engine programs. Utilizing the Superkarts USA rules and partnering up with the Margate Ignite Karting Program, Pro-Am Karting Championship has something for new drivers and those experienced racers as well. Our revised schedule includes the following dates. June 21st, August 22nd, September 18th, and October 31st. Make sure to head to mccproamkarting.com to learn more about this exciting new club racing program. From coast to coast, IAMI has become the two-cycle engine of choice for American karting. The air-cooled 60cc Swift engine for micro and mini drivers provide the foundation for future lifelong IAMI drivers. The incredible IAMI X30 power plant for junior, senior, and master's drivers has provided stability in our sport since 2014 and remains one of the most dependable engine packages today. In between is the KA100 engine, which is perfect for club programs and is quickly becoming the most competitive division at the national level. IAMI is the spec two-cycle power plant for the Supercart USA Winter Series and Pro Tour, as well as a U.S. Pro Kart Series, Route 66 Sprint Series, Sunshine State Karting Championship, and many more programs throughout the eastern half of the U.S., IAMI East in Mooresville, North Carolina is the official distribution center to provide dealers and customers with fast and friendly service for all your IAMI needs. For more information, head to IAMIUSA.com. IAMI, the heart of CART. Powered by technology, DID racing chains have a worldwide reputation for superior quality and reliability. Meticulously engineered and manufactured in Japan, DID Genuine Parts are the world's number one original parts supplier for Japanese and European motorcycle manufacturers. A rich racing tradition where results speak for themselves, DID prides itself on engineering the most technologically advanced chains on the market to help you excel on and off the track. DID's SDH pin treatment creates an extremely hard chromium-carbide layer on the pin's surface that houses a soft inner core to absorb extreme shock loads. DID's 219 HTZ racing chain boasts this SDH pin technology, which leads to longer chain life as well as excellent energy transmission to the wheels. Available in the gorgeous gold, the 219 HTZ is the ultimate racing kart chain. Pick up a DID chain at your local dealer today, because when winning is the only thing that matters, go with DID. Welcome back to Face to Face on the EKN Radio Network. Let, hey, let's let's talk about your twenty twenty. Who wants Rex, do you want to tell us about what you guys got planned for twenty twenty? I know that kind of things got changed a bit from the with the COVID nineteen deal. You talked about it. Everything's changing. Yeah. We're jamming the schedule. Where, where are we gonna see you guys this year?
2: Yeah, you ain't kidding. It's it's kinda like it's kinda like a big big roulette wheel and we'll see where it lands, right? Or, that's it. Uh, no, well, we've got uh, a bunch uh lined up. We have of course we have our first three races at uh G and J Cartway. Uh the one we're going to Whiteland. Uh, raceway
3: as yep. well nice. uh go ahead. No, go ahead go ahead No.
2: and then we got the uh, brickyard of course you know coming up reiner with jackson
3: warren there uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's, no, well, okay well <laughs> okay. you know one of our big things was also oh, wow. getting into the ka class was like we got to be able to race at some other clubs you know and there's no 420 classes anyway. Well,
2: and 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 also, if I can interject, you know, this this COVID thing, uh, has, you know, happening, obviously affected everybody and all the racing schedules. We also uh, last year there was a young man named Colmar up in Michigan uh, that uh, his dad had, had reached out to me and said, "Hey, my son, uh, I, I believe he was, he was he was 11 years old, 13. He was young, a, a young man that had reached out and said, hey, uh you know, they, they come race at G and J cartway and they saw us up there. And he said, Hey dad, I want to do something for vets. And, uh, this, this always gets me in the, in the field. I'm a pretty emotional person sometimes, but, uh, he, he said, dad, I want to help out the vets. And, uh, I want to sponsor a, a racing team for vets at my track. And, uh, I told him, I said, call If you get a race set up there, we'll come up there. And sure enough, he set it up. It was called the Vets Day at the Racing from Colmar Racing up in Michigan. And uh, we went up there. We we, we, got it. we found a trailer. Someone would let us borrow all the stuff in, went up there and raced. So that that's what, what spawned the thought, like, man, we should be able to travel. You should travel. Yeah. We yeah. should travel. I mean, everyone else travels around. But this is a big team, and, and this is grassroots, and it's just starting up. And uh, – that vision can be skewed sometimes because you're so consumed with the present. You have to pause and step out and, and look at the future. and that's and you know thankfully, that's young men like that. I was proud to support and we still do. Uh, hey, David,
0: David, pop that pop that comment yeah. up. Dan Moore yeah. actually just said, "Great group. My son loves being around him. That's awesome." Yeah. Yeah. And that's the way you can affect the younger generation too, which is huge. That's right.
2: It's our responsibility as, as parents, or if you're not parents, as just as just older people, to lead our, our youth in the future. And uh, uh, you know, and, and he's a fine young man, and he tried to have another race this year, and he just couldn't with the COVID right. thing. Uh, so, but but yeah, I mean, it, we'd love to go back down there and do that as well. Uh, also, one of our largest uh, sponsors, Challenger Fest um, in Bowling Green, Kentucky, uh, Speedy's Garage, uh, as well. They they, they are a largest sponsor um, that uh, typically happens in April uh, in, in Bowling Green, Kentucky. They have Dodge Challengers from across the country come there. It's a the big, huge event, drag racing. I mean, you talk about it is a a, a true group of love and racing. Oh.
0: Oh, we just lost Rex. We lost Rex. You lost Rex. <laughs> He'll so, come back again. Reiner, pick up the ball right now and keep running with it.
3: Um, Give me your so, sponsors. Anyway, um, oh, sponsors.
0: We can, <laughs> can, can wait for Rex. Rex, Rex, yeah. Rex will come back. <laughs> Rex will come back. Talk about <laughs> Challenger. Talk about – oh, here he is. I'm yeah. back. Look, okay, he's back.
2: <laughs> Boom. All <laughs> right. <Stop-lock>. Anyway, <laughs> may I continue? Anyway, it, it,
1: must, it must be that Ohio yeah. internet. Yeah, yeah I mean, it must be. <laughs>
2: Keep peddling, honey. Keep peddling. Um, <laughs> anyway, but but the Challenger Fest is a really large supporter of us, and it happens in the spring. They usually fund us a, a good, ch- a very large chunk of our season, and that didn't happen. That's getting pushed until October. So, because you know, like I said earlier, being good stewards of our of our funding, we have enough. I believe to, to make it through. Uh, into the midsummer area as well uh, to 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 get over to the uh, to the, to the uh, second half of the year. So uh, fundraising is is important. It's, it, it's a necessity. Uh, even though I'm, I'm humble that those who support us, I'm not so vocal to try to ask for help. That's a typical vet thing, probably. Yeah. Uh, you feel like you can shoulder it all yourself and make it happen. But thankfully, uh, with our sponsors, if I may, can I run through our sponsor list? Please so, uh, yeah, special thanks for, uh, of course, Challenger Fest, Full Throttle Adrenaline Park, the, the OBKA, the Ohio Valley Carting Association, the Combat Veterans Motorcycle Association, Chapter Twelve Four out of Kettering, Ohio, Team Fast Tracks, Blue Skies for Good Guys and Gals, which Sam can elaborate on, too. He's, he's, he's part with the Team Fast Tracks and Blue Skies. Uh, DeWalt Tools. Uh, we have a whole bunch of DeWalt rental places here in town. We have uh, One Stop Rental, Village Rental. General Rental Center, Hamilton Rental Center, Middletown Equipment Rental, Right Way Equipment Rentals, Barney Rentals Incorporated, Four Star Tool Rental, Ted's Rental, Fifth Tool Rental, I mean, and uh, MR4V. Um, and then also we have, uh, uh, of course, Trinity Carding Group, the USAC. Thank you very much for your support this year. The Brickyard coming in. We're really looking forward to it. Signorama here in Westchester, Fear Motors, R&M Welding Supplies, Holt Hots-Wackner Signs, which is where Reiner's at, as well fetters construction where i'm at magnified giving this was a class a, a, a guardian angel school mrs starkey's religion class invited me to come out talk about what we do in vets they fundraises. they they fundraise money to help support us to go toward buying that trailer i told them i want to get it well they surprised us for the check and we were able to put that money towards getting the trailer so thank you to mm-hmm. them yeah transport supply depot tnt farms united dairy farmers komoa racing grasshopper racing go-kart and swap meet so that's in G and j cartway and the greg family so if i miss anybody our apologies but that's just a a large list of people who are falling in line to support us and we are extremely thankful and i'm i'm humbled
3: yeah i contacted I'm humbled, I'm humbled
2: uh, that so thank you yeah.
3: I, I contacted the guys at usac and told them our intentions who we are what we're doing and man they just embraced us with open arms and said all right we got to get you guys here and so we worked out some stuff, and we were able – we're, we're going to bring five carts to uh, Battle at the Brickyard this year. Nice. And you know what? Raise your hand if you're singing the national anthem at the Brickyard.
2: Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah I am. The... Yeah. That's awesome, yeah. Rex.
0: That's going to be great. Yeah. Uh, listen, uh, <laughs> have you ever had any experience, Rex and Reiner? We'll come to Samuel this but how much experience have you guys had being at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway? Go ahead, runner well, how about you? At the I've
3: ending? only been there a couple times for test and tune. Um, with my dad, growing up, we we went uh, more to uh, Mid Ohio and watched the um, uh, what were the Nissan uh, the GT1 GTBs. cars or, or the GTP cars? Yeah. yeah, back when I was a teenager. Yeah. So that was pretty much it. Yeah.
2: Rock, what about to, you? Yeah, I my dad took me to, to the Indy 500 when I was a kid matter of fact, if I look around here, I probably have the pin where you tilt the pin and the car goes
1: <laughs>
2: like that. It, it, it's like liquid gel I think I still got it uh, but, but I, I remember going down there and seeing the Indy 500 stuff uh, frequently uh, NASCAR races as well I was surprised at how Short, Danica Patrick was like, "Holy oh, crap!" I was <laughs> down there at the grill. I was like, "She's short. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, she's true. small." But, uh, but uh, what a what a beautiful play! Oh, and also, uh, we have. Um, I, I was raised around eight antique cars. My grandfather, both my grandparents were mechanics. One of my grandparents had eight different antique cars, and one of whose cars was asked to race at the Indy 100 anniversary, where they brought all the old cars down and race yeah. around the track. We had a 1914 Fiat that was down there, and uh, the owner was my grandfather's dentist's friend or something. So he invited us out, and we got pictures sitting there and got to watch it around. It was just wow, an awesome, awesome experience. So that's awesome. That's the extent of it. And the, the, the update's the beautiful facility now. Oh, it's amazing. Awesome. Yeah.
0: yeah, and you're going to get a chance to drive on a lot of it this, this particular year. It's going to be I'm great. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. Trust the one lap around when you cross the yard of bricks. That feels pretty cool.
2: I just want some milk. That's all. Somebody <laughs> give me some milk. All right. Hey, <laughs> Samuel, not hot out.
0: <laughs> Samuel, what about you? You've had a different view than all of us have, right?
4: Yeah, I've had a pretty different view. Uh, I went out, uh, a few times I've been out, uh, in, in different aspects, if you will. I went out with the wounded warrior project and we did a ride along pace lap with, you know, the driver. And I had Jeff Burton in my truck and, and what a, what a great guy he is. Uh, and then years later I had the, uh, through Crown Royal, uh, the Euro Heroes Name Here program, I had the naming rights to the Brickyard uh, 400 in 2013. So it was the 20th running. Uh, I got to ride with a pole winner, who was Ryan Newman, who also won the race. And man, what a humble guy he is. You know, we, we talked about Eldora, the truck race, because it was the first time there. And then he's like, "Hey, if you ever get back up here, that pond has some massive bass in it. You know, the pond that's on the infield." <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but I and mean, he's a tr- he's a true outdoorsman and, yeah, and, and and really really phenomenal. And then probably a couple of years ago, I think it was the hundred first running, we did a, a jump into the Indy five hundred. I worked with the professional skydive team, Team Fast Tracks, based out in Milltown, Ohio, and we jumped everything from a seven thousand eight hundred square foot American flag down to eleven hundred square foot uh, Purple Heart flag. And we landed in we landed in all four corners, so it's it's pretty uh, a pretty nice relationship out there. And you know, I still talk with Susie Elliott and, and Pat Myrna and Doug Bowles and uh, my, what an amazing family they have out there as far as the the whole facility and, and the employees out there. So yeah, it's uh, I've got a lot of brickyard stuff in my house. I've got a, <laughs> I mean, I've got a brick over here that uh, they put in the park next door. They put in a yard of bricks. And some of the bricks have, you know, sayings from, you know, a school teacher or, or, and people I served with or family friends and they had an extra brick. So they gave it to me. And then of course I have this, and this was hanging in the wall uh, on the pagoda in the crown Royal suite. And I yeah, have like, awesome. five, five or six different ones around here and across the room. i got a picture of me and Ryan with the trophy that he had signed for me. So, I mean, it's just, I I love the brick yard. And, and how can you not? I mean, it's probably has the most history of any track, Ever right? I mean, yeah. look look at who's raced there. I mean, from all the IndyCar guys to you know NASCAR and you know, and then you know Dale Jarrett kissing the bricks, and, and now it's a thing, right? And you come up and you've got black all over your face and your nose and your forehead, and but yeah, man, but just to be out there and then in the fan base too is just phenomenal. Everybody's so welcoming out there, so I'm excited for the guys to go out there and. Uh, maybe. I'll see if I can't get a hold of those guys and they can pull out my pace car, because I know they still have it out there somewhere.
2: We Dale Jarrett's to- my favorite, by the way, as well. I just want that to be
1: known.
0: I think Cole's uh, a big Dale yeah. Jarrett fan, too, Are you not? Oh, oh without yeah. a doubt. Yeah, yeah, Dale
1: Jarrett. Well, I was a Robert Yates guy, and he came and drove for for Yates, so I, I turned to a Dale Jarrett guy, but... To- Davy Allison before that as well, so yeah. Yeah, but, uh, but you
2: didn't have a Dale Jarrett concrete mixer. I had decorated everything else <laughs> in my house. I had a concrete mixer. We took it over. The car would be chased by Jeff Gordon all around, around, around. There around. you go. Know.
0: Okay, you're hardcore. you're hardcore.
1: I probably hardcore. have some die cars, though, laying around here. I'll have to go in the closet over there. you here. go. I'll have the bobblehead and the big brown truck and all so that guys, So, guys,
0: let's wrap this thing up. A fantastic show, a fantastic program. 2020, okay. you guys are like you said. You're going to be at G and J. You're going to the Brickyard. Uh, you're, yeah. going to, uh, you're going to what else? We figure out. You going to track a White yeah, Line. Right. Hey,
2: hey Rob. It, yeah. If I may interrupt real quickly, I'm trying to wrap. I also no, want no, recognize, Get in the right direction. I, it's okay. I also want to uh, recognize the Honor Member uh, flag as well. That we are uh, very humbled to be allowed to 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 present on all of our tracks. What that is, the Honor Member. Uh, Sam can talk about. Really well as, as well, but what it is, it, it basically allows us to recognize fallen combat vets uh, that have that have passed away in in, in the field or they're uh, in, in combat, uh, and we also bring their families to the track. We we actually try to contact them. We can't always contact yeah, them. Sometimes they don't always want to come. We uh, we respect that. But the biggest most humbling thing is we want to make sure their names are recognized not forgotten we will be recognizing at the brickyard uh, army army corporal zachary r Nordmeyer died february 23rd 2009 during uh serving during operation iraqi freedom i wanted to put that out there as well so uh, uh anyway special thanks to that sam if you want to elaborate on, on honor members goals right now and what's going thanks. on it'd be great please. Yeah, yeah. so uh,
4: for those of you that don't know what a Gold Star family is, it's somebody who lost someone in, in combat or in training. Uh, a gentleman by the name of George Lutz lost his son um, I think it was two thousand December 2005 and the years that followed that, George attended a, a few funerals at Arlington where his son is buried in Section 60 and saw that there's really nothing for the Gold Star families, so he de- developed this flag and when a family is presented the flag, it has their rank, their name, uh, their place of death, and their, and their date of death on it, branch of service. But, you know, I had a Gold Star father that I've become very close with. I'd actually picked his son up from the School of Infantry, deployed to Haiti with him. We went our separate ways, but we still stayed in the same unit. And then we deployed to Iraq together. I, I was injured and sent home in, in March of 2005, and um, <clears throat> Taylor was killed. In May of 2005. But he says to me all the time that, you know, as long as he tells Taylor's story, he's not going to be forgotten. And, you know, it's it's important for us. And, you know, for the skydive team, every performance that we do, every jump we do is dedicated to a fallen service member. And, you know, we did that a few years back at, uh, at G&J. And, and Rex is like, hey, can we do this on the cart? And I'm like, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. C- Cincinnati alone has nice. 77 families that lost a loved one just in Iraq and Afghanistan. Well Honor Remember has taken it a step further and they recognize those who have succumbed to suicide from post-traumatic stress or traumatic brain injury as well. So so all these service members that have passed, Honor Remember is recognizing them. So uh Rainier went out and you know, we got the designs and it's on all the carts and then every single race like Rex said we dedicate to a fallen service member and we try to do it from this area and we've been very lucky to have a lot of the family members show up and it shows it, it shows the families that their loved ones' not forgotten and their loved ones not going to be forgotten because Rex does a little brief about who that person was and shows them the picture in in all of our driver meetings yep. so it's, it's you know we're very we're very blessed to uh, let have honor member let us use their graphics i mean I, i've got a patch on my racing migration my shirt um you know they're going to be on you know our new stuff so i mean george Letts is a, is a phenomenal man and, and you know he's let me do a lot uh with with his flag and you know as a jump team we have an 1100 square foot flag and right now it has over i want to say close to 600 families have signed our flag with the same information that's on their flag and we fly this thing all over the world so that's amazing we're, we're very that is fortunate.
0: amazing what a what a great what a great opportunity great way to use your program rex that's yeah. uh, that's we actually just had somebody just post up rob news post up that he that you guys recognize the fallen soldier at g and j race and hearing the fallen soldier story it brings a tear to your eye every time it's an amazing thing that's amazing yeah. i just think that's tremendous
2: it does well I you know I, I served on the honor guard i probably buried close yeah. to 60 veterans and uh it kind of puts me back into that it's uh it's yeah. It's it's our honor, and privilege to be able to do so. Well, you guys have a tremendous
0: program. As we've talked about, uh, this is going to be a great opportunity. We hope to be able to get to get more awareness for it as well. We'd like to be able to help you guys do some fundraising through moving forward. Uh, anything you want to kind of cap off with here, other than it's just time to get racing, try to get everybody back to the shop, everybody back out to the racetrack.
3: Yeah. I'm okay. just glad so to be really to
0: so. Ray, right
3: liner or you go first oh i was just gonna say i've had pre-race jitters all week long you know i'm
0: very excited for it so you guys are racing this weekend
3: right yeah yes. yeah and we've got uh, uh two new guys on the team that are are geared up for this weekend uh friday night is our um drivers 101 so we'll be attending that and getting some guys some more laps and uh you Know sending them out in their first races, you know. Let's let's good, let's, good let's get
0: what's your names, let's put them in the spotlight. Who who, yep. who
3: we got, who got driving? Um, we got Ben, uh, oh, what's his Ben's name? Ben Parker, Gary ben Parker and Gary Rump, right?
4: Yeah, there you go. Yeah, a, fun fact, Ben Parker, I think two years after I had the naming rights to the brickyard, he was one of the five finalists, and he's right here in Cincinnati, so I did a lot of uh pushing for him, and I think uh. Jeff Kyle, Chris Kyle's brother, ended up winning uh, the contest that year. So I've got to, I mm. get to meet Ben now at the brickyard stuff. So I think he's going to be a great
0: addition. Yep. That's awesome. Get him behind the wheel. And see that smile on his face when he pulls the helmet off for the first time, right? That'll yeah, just right. be yeah. great. Yeah. Well, guys, listen, thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate it. Sure. Uh, what I would like to do, if we can right now, is there an opportunity you guys can want to give some, some whatever your Facebook is, website address? How can people contact you, uh, at Racing for Vest, if they want to support you guys?
4: Yeah. Before we do that, um, I know we've mentioned full throttle a lot, but we really need to thank Aaron and Karen Banfield who's been behind this the entire time and supported us the entire time and continue to do so.
0: Well, you know what, that's, we talk a lot, uh, Samuel, about the fact that indoor karting is that first opportunity for people to see the sport and you, this has been the conduit, right, for you guys to be able to do what you're yeah. doing at the racetrack, the actual competition racetrack, for them yeah. to be able to do what they've done at full throttle. I just think it's, an, it's it's something we would love to potentially see across the country, right? It's not that hard for someone to be able to put something like this together.
4: Yeah, I mean, it's two hours, and they, they do it before they open. So, I mean, it's, it's, not a, it's not a huge ask. It's just having somebody that has the drive to go out there and be there um, a couple hours before the doors open.
0: Yeah, that's yep. exactly it. Yeah. What about what about other chapters? I know that there. I think there's another chapter in Florida potentially. Are there other chapters of, of racing for vets around the country?
2: There are the the, uh, the Tampa chapter's down there as well. That's where John Van's at as well. Uh, of course, this this group going to the Brickyard is, is the Cincinnati chapter. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's been working on his down there. He's, he's working on. He, he has a car as well, but he's also working on a on a car. Uh, to renovate for a for a Gold Star family as well yeah. down there. So he's shifted a little bit, doing something a little bit different. We're we're into karting. He's he's in the car restoration yeah. type stuff okay. right now, um, but also some karting. He also does he also does some racing, some vintage uh, antique stuff as well. So, so how, how do people get a hold of
0: you? Let, let people know. Well, uh,
2: racingforvets dot org is our is our accesses our web page uh, for for a donation button. If you want to look at us, look us up on Facebook. Uh, just looking for racing for vets. Uh, it, it'll it'll be there at Cincinnati chapter as well. So, uh, but just it's pretty simple. Just Google that. We are growing. Uh, we are looking desperately to get someone to help with the internet uh, to help <laughs> develop our website and uh, also maybe you can reach out to the Instagram, Twitter, and everything. I'm not very tech savvy, uh, nor with my job, my family. I'm taking care of my parents are elderly, taking care of my me and my family, my work. It, all of us that are on this team are full time employed. Uh, except, well, I mean, or, or full-time, active in something. So yeah. there's a lot of extra time you got to put into it. So, but uh, so I'm not really tech savvy to say, hey, I can do it. I can be on my phone all the time, and like Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. You know, it's like, I understand Ahh! that. You know, it's, it's, it's too much for me, man. So uh, yeah, uh, it's it is hard. Yeah. Well, so what you're saying
0: then? money's always great to have, but uh, manpower is as well. Volunteer hours <laughs> would be great for you guys. It's more important, yes, sir. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, guys, thank you so much for joining Great. us. I appreciate it. Once again, uh, Reiner Potch, we've got Samuel yeah. Deeds and Rex Jackson joining us from uh, Racing for Vets. Guys, thank you so much. Yep. I really appreciate it. Go
1: Racing for so Vets. For having us. I always say it. <laughs> That's it. Rob, David, yeah. thank you. Thanks,
0: guys. Thanks, guys. That's Thanks, guys. awesome. Listen, folks, if you head up to the Battle of the Brickyard this year, you're going to see these guys. Find them out. Say hello. Uh, obviously, a lot of passion for the sport, a lot of passion for the people and their and their family too. Uh, of course, that's the whole thing, David. We started this show talking about family, and I think what this program obviously does is for a lot of veterans who maybe struggling with a lot of the stuff that they've had to deal with, they get a chance to come into a family, a racing family where they can talk freely, they can go back and forth. It's just a great opportunity, I think, from what what these, these guys are doing.
1: Uh, a familiar atmosphere because again, they've all they've all kind of been in the similar similar atmosphere, yeah. uh, de- de- depending on their you know. Their, their type of service and that, but just, as you said, a family and that it, it, you're, you're able to be more uh, open about things that uh, you might have inside that you don't want that's a it. lot of people to know. So it's easier there. And, and as I said, they're able to do that on the indoor side, but they're also able to do that on the outdoor side as well. And, you know, because some people might not feel comfortable indoors as well. So that's why I think, you know, having those two different uh, venues to be able to do that and as they said now they're able to take that on the road so they're able to to kind of just c- to get this program o- more aware out That's in it. the carding community uh, to be able to possibly spread this to uh, to other chapters and and again like they were talking you know the colmar situation it just takes you know one two or three individuals to kind of get it jump started and then hopefully from that it starts up a new chapter and 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 it can grow from there and then as as they talked about you know, cart shops or just even regular businesses can help uh, support it in any way they possibly can.
0: So folks, that's what it's all about. Awareness, right? This is a tremendous program. Uh, if, you, if you're if you watching this right now and you'd like to potentially reach out, you can reach out to us here at eCartingNews.com as well on Facebook, any one of the, uh, the social media channels. We'll get you in touch with the good folks from Racing for Vets. See if we can not help them along, get them what they need to continue doing the great thing things that they are doing right now. We do thank you for joining on this edition of Face to Face. We've got lots more lined up for next week. Make sure you come back and join us again. But thank you so much, folks. We do appreciate it. On behalf of David Cole, my name is Rob Haddon. Book it.